Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily for the first day of October. Lots going on in the auto industry, so let's get to it. The UAW is running into pushback as the union tries to organize Volkswagen's assembly plant in Chattanooga, Tennessee. A group of workers calling themselves the Concerned VW team members is circulating a petition amongst workers at the plant saying they don't want the UAW to represent them. The union claims over 50% of those workers have already signed cards indicating they want the UAW. But the group opposed to the union says workers were pressured and misled into signing those cards. The group put up a very well-designed and very complete website, making me think they're getting a lot of outside help from anti-union activists. You can check it out yourself. The website is no2uaw. In an unsurprising move, Aston Martin ended production of the Signet. This dinky little car was just a rebadged version of the Scion IQ, but it carried a price tag of $50,000. The Signet, which is powered by a 1.3-liter four-cylinder gasoline engine, was Aston Martin's answer to meet CO2 standards for its lineup of high-end sports cars. You know, when Aston unveiled the Signet, we reported it had no chance of succeeding. And this ought to be a warning to other high-end brands that are trying to go down market. Most analysts are predicting that car sales dropped last month in the U.S. But there's a silver lining for automakers. TrueCar reports that the average transaction price jumped over 5%. That's up about $1,600 compared to last year. Consumers on average paid about $32,000 for a new car in September. Key factors for the increase? 2014 models arriving at dealerships which carry lower incentives, as well as consumers choosing more options to get a well-equipped car. Hyundai is showing off a concept ahead of its SEMA debut. Based on a Veloster Turbo and dubbed Night Racer, this concept was designed specifically for time attack races at night racing circuits, as you can tell by the giant LED light bar mounted on top. It was developed by OEM and aftermarket accessory supplier EGR Group and features a custom roll cage, coil over suspension, a 250 horsepower 1.6 liter engine, and even gets its own unique color called yellow cake. Cadillac has already teased images of a badge and headlight for the 2015 Escalade, but now it's showing off an image worth talking about. Here's what the all-new interior will look like, which is where the biggest changes to the SUV will be. It will feature high-quality materials and the latest technology. Even when compared to the top-of-the-line Yukon Denali from GMC, the Escalade dash appears to be less rugged and more refined with its free-flowing dash lines and lighter wood tones. The 2015 Escalade will get its full reveal in New York on Monday. Formula One fans around the world have been hearing a lot about director Ron Howard's new film called Rush. It's all about the famous 1976 championship battle between James Hunt and Nicky Lauda. Most of the media reports have gushed about what a great movie it is. 
but I think they're just trying to be cheerleaders for the sport. I give the movie a B minus. It's okay, it's got its moments, but it's not great. From a cinemagraphic standpoint, Rush is not as artistic as the 1966 classic Grand Prix. With today's CGI capabilities, I expected much more. From a storyline standpoint, I found the documentary Senna much more gripping. And in something I don't think we've ever seen before, the handsome Hollywood hunk cast in the role of James Hunt is just not as handsome as James was. So my advice is make sure you see the movie, but wait until it's on TV. Toyota used to brag that it sure sold a lot of plain vanilla cars. Now it's trying to spice up its products, and the new Corolla is the latest example in its effort. We'll have more on that right after this. Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Toyota's Corolla, which was introduced back in the mid-60s, may qualify as middle-aged if you just look at the numbers of years it's been around. But today, as the company introduces the new 11th generation car, with equipment and features usually reserved for higher-end segments, it's clear that Corolla isn't just the usual old compact car. Well, 10 to 15 years ago, the compact category was really entry level. It was just for people who wanted to go from A to B in the cheapest, safest manner they possibly could. And they weren't really looking for a lot of great new features. But over that past decade, um, there's been a big demand for a lot of new equipment, new features, um, infotainment, uh, connectivity, and things that have been on luxury cars before, but now people say, you know, I really need that in my compact car. So it's been an evolution over the last decade, and it's a trend that's uh, here to stay. But this car is more than just features. It has a new dynamic exterior styling for the L, the LE, and S trim lines, as well as the newest addition to the family, the LE Eco. In fact, that model even comes equipped with a fuel-saving technology that for the first time is available on the Corolla in the American market. The Valvematic technology is really interesting. It's the first time that they're implementing this technology in the United States. And it works in conjunction with the dual VVTi on the 1.8 liter engine. And what it does, it, it's an intake valve lift mechanism that helps basically the engine breathe better. So it manages the airflow at the uh, throttle valve versus in the cam or versus at the uh, camshaft and what it does it allows the butterfly valve or throttle valve to remain open when uh, the demands of the engine require more air so it allows more air to fill the camshaft um, more efficiently therefore helping the engine basically to overall breathe better so it gets better gas mileage and helps reduce the emissions Toyota sold over 300,000 Corollas last year in North America with the old model and expects to increase that number by 30,000 in the first year of the new model. And even more if the company's able to strike gold with a younger audience through its marketing plan. Well, Corolla appeals to a wide range of buyers, but for us, we really want to talk to that younger demographic that is aware of the Corolla brand, and has a lot of respect for a Corolla brand, but they don't find it too sexy today. So we're gonna to spice it up. We're gonna have very lively, engaging 
advertising that speaks to that consumer and really resonates with them. And we're going to talk to them in the right channels. So a lot of social channels, a lot of digital channels. There are second screen people, so they may be watching TV and at the same time opening up their laptop or looking at their uh, tablet. We're going to make sure that we provide information through all those different sources at the same time so that it's always at their fingertips. The 2014 Corolla prices start at just under 17000 for the manual L model and reaches just over twenty grand for the top of the line S+. And if you're interested, the new Corolla is on sale now at Toyota dealerships across the country. Say, before we go, don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours when our guest will be David Leone, the chief executive engineer of all of GM's performance luxury vehicles. So start thinking about the kinds of questions you'd like to pose to Mr. Leone. And then join me and the Auto Extremist Thursday evening starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time at Autoline.tv. And that concludes today's report. Please join us again here tomorrow.